0: Hi! Hi. <laughs> it's getting cheesier every time we do it, right?
1: <laughs> the harmony, we need to work that bit out. <laughs> but yeah, we'll get there, we'll get there. Yeah. So, today we'll be talking about childhood traumas and how they mas- manifest themselves in our adult lives yeah. in various ways. So in the unconscious and conscious and the way we may react to things, yeah. the way we think about things, the way yeah. we think about ourselves.
0: Yeah. So, Our reactions to other
1: people, mm. rela-
0: everything, relationships with other people. There's always something kind of stemming from, obviously, something previously. That's how I, I think children, we both isn't? work
1: with children, so... We we're going to have a few bits and bobs to add to to the fact that we yeah. we kind of see it also in, in kids. And perhaps people think, oh, I'll grow out of this, or I'll change, or yeah, things yeah. will be different when or this happens. happens. And then you're like, oh, well, it's happened now, and still I'm it's struggling to to be different. Mm. Um, your personality is made up in the first five years of your life. So pretty much everything that has been inputted in the first three, five years of your life is going to have a heavy imprint on your life. Yeah. And so I think when That's we important. think about it like that, mm. you know, I often think about it because when I was first told that my daughter wasn't in her five year span yet and mm-hmm. I thought all the rubbish I've been doing, I need to fix it. Yeah. But ultimately I'm only, only ever going to be me. So I did fix things along the way. Yeah. But it's it's still difficult. But having that in your mind and knowing that, okay, the five, five, first five years have pretty much made up my personality helps you to think I need to go back and think about what was and happening. What
0: was like at that time. Yeah.
1: Because we don't remember. Mm, no, you don't. But it's important to know and important to ask questions and po- important to understand where your family was or yeah. where your parent was or whatever wherever you were yeah. in that space of your life. It's important to understand how your childhood self was picking up the unconscious. Mm-hmm.
0: In a perspective, sort of objective manner as best as you can. So even almost be looking at yourself still from the outside rather than the inside. Mm. So you can still see it subject, no objectively. Mm. So then as you're going forward, it can start to make connections and you can think about how it impacted this. And then it will make more sense Mm. because the more subjective you are, then it can turn into more of a issue and then it's something that you constantly feel like you're ever battling. And then when you start to battle it, I'm just going to ignore it. I'm yeah. going to take myself back there. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to be back in that space because that makes me feel down or mm. that reminds me of things that weren't great and things like that. So objective, objective. So
1: you're basically taking it and, and using it to learn from it mm. opposed to sitting there and reliving Dwelling it, it, as, it in, as a horrible, mm. I don't know, memory. You almost start to think, okay, how can I learn from this and, and perhaps change my own mindset That's based right. on what's been imprinted exactly. in me. So through this, through understanding what's going on, hi you we've got, got one person <laughs> so through understanding this mm-hmm. we kind of wanted to talk about it we mentioned it a little bit when we did the, the, the talk yeah. we did it um, oh, yeah.
0: at the Gaia Network at the Gaia Network hi ladies
1: hi if there's anybody that's going to watch this from the Gaia Network Woo! what up so yeah so we talked about it a lot um, during the Gaia um, networking session mm-hmm. and we thought actually we haven't spoken about it in the On podcast, the podcast. Yeah, so we're going to we're going to talk about it and um, so we're going to start with a case study obviously about me today. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to talk about her next. But yeah, so we're going to give a case study to help show people how you can look up something that you're doing today. Yeah. Look at a behavior that you're manifesting today and you can kind of go back and see where it stems from.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I'm going to quickly say hi.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh man, do I not say hi? There's a wave, I think. So this is known as the five whys predominantly. And it's a way of, like um, Rosanna just said, it's a lot of unpicking of where certain behaviours have stemmed from, being very reflective about situations and constantly bringing it back to who I was then, how I am now and how Mm. the two things link together. Like we said, being subject, objective. I keep doing that today, sorry. Objective about it and not making it something that you're dwelling upon.
1: In a negative state. So basically looking back and learning from it. Mm -hmm. So the example that I'm going to give is the same one I gave at the Gaia Network meeting. And it was basically about, behaviour that I'm kind of manifesting right now. Yeah. So, recently, up to, I'd say last week, I've broken through, guys. Woo. So (laughs) up to last week, I would say for the last two, three months, I've been going back and forth with these insecure feelings and they've just been kind of manifesting themselves in different outbursts. I've Mm. been short with people. I've been a bit bad-tempered sometimes. I've been teary and crying, which is not like me, but I have been crying, moaning. It's just coming across in so many different ways. And I know that it was an insecurity and I knew I was feeling insecurity about getting married and about, you know... This idea of becoming somebody's wife, and mm. somebody questioned me about it the other day, and they were like, "Oh, but becoming someone's wife isn't a thing, but it was like the understanding for me of me now having to be responsible for that person, yeah, I think too easily we are like, oh, I'm a woman, I'm good in a relationship, yeah yeah
0: yeah, because yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah
1: women women can do relationships of course it's the men that are the problem, yeah, and ultimately we know that's no not we true. have to play
0: our part so the reality is too. when I'm
1: saying becoming somebody's wife, mm. I don't mean like I have to live up to some sort of status quo. But I do have to understand that I'm taking responsibility Liberty, to be something for somebody, somebody else for the rest of my life. It's yeah. so another facet
0: of you that you have to kind of, you know, work on and master. The same way as a, a mother. A mother, uh, someone who's got a career, a sister, yeah, a sibling, a friend, about all of the responsibility that that yeah. holds. So yeah.
1: I think for me, that's been weighing on me a lot, like that responsibility of becoming somebody's wife. Mm. And so it's been ma- manifesting all these different, different insecurities and then, and then the behaviours of those insecurities. So even being short with the person that I'm getting married to, which isn't really the solution. Yeah. But that's how I've been. So I've been activistically basically crazy. Cray, cray. <laughs> my fiance watched this. He's going to be like, yeah. <laughs> so the other day now, watching Netflix. Netflix have got a new show about a Japanese lady. Mm-hmm. She's teaching people how to tidy you up. You
0: the advert came up on my um, timeline and I was like, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> the program like, is so no. good. I saw it. I said, No. It I know what try. it did to my friend, so I'm not like, watching it. That's my true friend, guys. So, anyway, <laughs> Japanese
1: lady's got a show on Netflix and she's teaching people how to tidy up. Now, mm-hmm. let me put a disclaimer out there. The show is really good. Like, that's great. Wow. Okay, cool. The show is good because this Japanese lady is turning tidying up into this art form, almost. And she, she, she was making me think about, yeah, this is tidying up. But my mind didn't think about what was happening in front of me. Mm. My mind went straight to... Raw, can I tidy your house? Am I good enough? Am I gonna be good enough? Am I gonna be able to keep it tidy for so myself, for
0: him? Duh.
1: Duh. I just started going down. Duh. My mind just started, duh. oh my days. But what if I can't? But when you became an adult, you weren't taking care of things properly, Soraya Da 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 da. Like you weren't doing what you need to do. Then you've always been doing the most. You're disorganized. You're this. You're that. And my my mind just went from here to just like you said, da da da, into this negative pool of just
0: duh. Duh.
1: nastiness. Yes. And I started crying. I'm lying there my fiance and I'm watching the Chinese lady no mm-hmm. sorry Japanese lady teach people how to clean and because the woman was acting a little bit insecure because mm. she was saying well you know tidying up isn't really my thing and I'm really mm. really struggling mm. and da 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 that her feelings kind of were I don't know I, I took that on for myself yeah. and was like oh my god I'm like her what if I can't what mm. if I'm not good enough and I just started going mm. into panic mode and I started crying like I went from thinking about tidying up to crying I'm lying there he's looking at me like rah this girl done lost her mind again <laughs> today like what is the issue he's like you can't keep just being like a yo yo and I'm like "I don't know because I don't understand but what if I'm not good enough for you like what if I can't do it like what? he's like right Papa didn't marry you for your tidying up skills then I started laughing but I was still <laughs> <laughs> I was still crying so the point is Ain't that the truth he didn't marry me for tidying up skills because we wouldn't be together if that was the case but the point here was I started feeling insecure about being yeah. good enough mm-hmm. so then when we were doing the guy networking I, I needed to give an example of the five whys, which you mentioned already yeah. and I used that that situation, that behaviour, those insecurities, to then track back and find out what was the root. Because I had to do that for myself first. I sat there and I verbalised it to my fiancé. I sat there and I verbalised, why am I actually crying? Not because I'm upset about not being able to tidy up, which actually has no logical sense. I had to really sit there and I went back, 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 and I verbalised it to him. And I Mm. said, there's definitely something underlying. So I'm going to kind of take you through my five whys of this situation. So it's just to help you understand how something that you're doing now or something that you're kind of unconsciously... Because the, the insecurity was unconscious. Mm-hmm. It was there. It's been sitting there... There for a long time. ...manifesting itself in tears, in just, I don't know, the thinking that I'm not good, good enough, enough, being short, not wanting to talk, being angry, just all these different ways and then crying or whatever. But ultimately, the unconscious was the insecurity. Yeah. Because every now and again, it would just whisper in my ear, boy, you might not be able to do this, you know? Right, you might not be good enough, you know? Yeah. But your mum... You know, didn't did, stay married, did, yeah. and this person in your life didn't stay married, and and so it's whispering all these unconscious,
0: evil, literally evil thoughts in my mind. That's a I can't poor even. Japanese lady was just trying to make a quick buck on Netflix with a two-two mm-hmm, cleaning, mm-hmm. and here and you help are.
1: people tidy up, and here I'm crying. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, work. Is my phone dead?
0: Um, that's the end of their life
1: wow they only needed a spe- snippet. it's alright
0: we got it we got it we're covering We're covering all they bases they only
1: needed a snippet anyway so cool. my phone's dead guys so if you're watching on the live you need to come and listen to the podcast so basically I sat there and I, think, I had to explain to him why I was crying I had to explain to myself why I was crying it was nice I could verbalise it mm-hmm. but I do it in my brain often so I sat there and I said I'm crying because I'm insecure about tidying up why? because I don't think I'll be good enough at being being anybody's wife why? Because when I was younger or when I became kind of like an adult, Adult. I, I had to kind of fast forward myself into becoming an adult. And then I couldn't take care of everything in my life. And then
0: and I was you, just... And you tried. And I was trying to do doing your very most. best at the time. I was doing time. my very best
1: at the time. But, but because I just of, wasn't exactly. being able to, to Lack do Lack of experience,
0: things. age, and all of those things. All of those different variables. But in that moment, it's like, rah, I'm, I'm really good good failing at this. Yeah, I'm really I'm failing. Really not
1: doing it well. I was young, and I was going to mm. uni, and I was working. I just thought, oh my God, I'm a failure at being able to take care of home. And I'm not good enough at t- to do this job. And so that was a consequence of my situation. But more so, why, you know? Why wasn't I being able to, to think I was good enough? Because it's not actually being good enough. It's thinking I'm not good enough. Because I thought that I would always have everything in control. Mm. And so when adulthood came, adulthood came, as it does to everybody, mm. and having a child came, I didn't know how to think. Rah, you know what? It's okay if you're not doing the most because you're still good enough. Yeah, You're just learning. I wasn't kind with myself mm. then. So the fact that I wasn't kind with myself then in the shift, made me be super harsh on myself and made me think, wow, I'm just not very good at this. So I kind of ripped my own self off. Already. Already. But, you know, why was I so harsh on myself? Because I thought that to be a mum or a wife or any of those things, you have to have everything under control. And why was I constantly seeking for this sense of control? Because it brings me now and then a sense of stability. Since I've been a child, I've always... Felt like being in control of everything gives, gives me a sense stabi- of stability. stability. And mm. then I had to go back and think, but well, why am I constantly seeking this stability through being in control of every variable in my life, which is impossible? Is because I lack stability at home. Because control made me feel stable. And because when I was growing up I didn't have this sense of stability, my pet my mum was a single mum. My dad, you know, was kind of he was in our lives, but they had a difficult situation. My parents, so that made it difficult for us in in the, yeah. in, As in, children, the receiving end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my mum often went through kind of difficulties with money. My brothers and sisters were just doing the most. <laughs> like they were older than I was. So I was kind of, they were going through their teen years. I was a kid. Yeah. So it was all just happening. And even at that point in my life it's crazy. This sense of <laughs> lack of stability, my life just felt like it kept happening. Mm. As a child already, yeah. I already felt like life just kept happening. happening. So that kind of brought a sense of instability. Of course. Then when I became, what? Well, when I became Naya's mum at 18, borderline teenage mum, I then was thrown into another situation of everything was just happening to mm. me. And so I felt like I didn't have control. Mm. And so tidying up was a reminder of the fact that I didn't have, I have control. control. And it brought me so much pain. Mm. But it also brought me back to the lack of control that I always felt in my early life. Yeah. And it was that sense of that unconscious connection that was happening. When I used to look at the house messy, it would bring me back to when I was a child because my house at home was quite messy as well. Not because my mum isn't a clean person. Because when I look at her, I think, right, oh, you know, you do much better than I do. Mm-hmm. But it's because she couldn't have everything in control. Yeah, she had she five kids, so divorcee, mm. working two, three jobs. Oh, yeah. So of course her house isn't gonna be tidy, and I didn't judge her on that, but maybe she was judging herself. I don't I don't you, know. Yeah. But I then started being that kind of harsh judge to myself, thinking, Right, oh, you're not good enough, you're not good enough to do this, you're not good enough to do that. Sin- simply because of the memory that it brought me Mm. and it brought me back to that space where things just felt unstable and for a child that's like the worst feeling in the
0: world so then when as an adult do you feel like you took back control did you ever get to a point where you were like okay I think I'm taking control here and I'm gonna hold on to this with my two fists everything I'm not letting go
1: I don't... Even now, I realise that I don't really have control. Mm. And I think since I've been with my partner... Mm-hmm. I think I have different pockets of realisation. But since I've been with my partner, he's made me realise, Soraya, everything's not going to be perfect. Right. And everything's not going to be planned to a T. Right. That's what makes you think it's going to be planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your sense of over-planning Yeah, 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 ...makes you feel like everything's going to work out fine. Mm. And then when it doesn't, you're kicking off. But the reality is, you're planning so hard because you want to feel like everything is under control. control. Being with him and seeing the way he lives with his life, like, up close... And seeing the way he's so fluid with things and seeing him just be a man and come through for me without me having to tell him what to do. Yeah. Because in the past, you know, when you're young, you're in these younger
0: relationships, Mm -hmm.
1: you're like guiding people a lot because, you know, you think you know what you need. You're not sure. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't guide a man. What I'm saying is that he was just coming through without instruction.
0: Yeah. And that is still a first
1: that, in that in the a, co-
0: terms of yeah, a, the context yeah. of, and span so of and So watching
1: things. it, you mm-hmm. know, watching him just do him and, and, and take care of me without me having to do anything for him or mm-hmm. put any kind of parameters of control around him, watching that situation up close has made me really realise that actually, you know, things are just going to happen. Here comes a man out of nowhere... Just is doing mm-hmm. not because I ask, not because I require,
0: mm-hmm. he's just
1: doing so. Watching him as a person and the way he lives his life, and the way he said to me so many times, Right, it's not going to be perfect, and that's yeah. okay. And then he's made me feel safe, yeah. You see, he's given me the stability because he's now brought home to me, mm. home that I didn't have, have originally, fr- right. So, I think I've had, like I said, pockets of it, mm. but because I feel like home is now coming back 360 because I'm creating my own, own home, home, he has given me a sense of stability without everything being perfect, and that's when I've had to look back now and think, Actually. Well, it wasn't the fact that the house wasn't tidy that was making me unstable. Situations around me were unstable able. and I was trying to hold everything together, but didn't mean that I wasn't good enough. Yeah. Or doesn't mean that I'm not able and doesn't mean that I'm not right. organized. And it's it easy
0: just... to just put the two things and it's like in like you were very, very close all the proximity. time. We
1: start to just mishmash yep. emotions. Yeah. And everything just becomes out of hand and then yeah, it's life like, is like, oh, just happening to
0: me. I don't know what's going on. I, I couldn't. I, uh, 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 all of that.
1: Yeah, you just mm. start to mishmash emotions and things that have happened, and because all of this stuff is happening unconsciously, and you're not tapping into that, and it was that like what you said at the guy at networking. Eighty percent was it? Eighty percent of our thoughts are unconscious. yeah, unconscious. So eighty percent of the time we're thinking madness. I can't even put it in a in a clearer unconscious way. And more
0: and negative. Yeah, so you've only got to hold on to your twenty percent.
1: You your 20 percent that's saying the little teeny voice, you're okay. (laughs) It's down there. You can't even hear it. Go team. And them times you're like, forget the team. I can't do it. And you're like having these negative, you just start spiraling down, like I said. So yeah, like doing the five whys out loud with my partner helped me, but I often do it about everything. Mm. I like to sit there and nitpick things. And some people might say, well, that's a little bit unhealthy. I think you have to find a balance. Yeah. I think it's important to find a balance. And like you said, that objectiveness Mm. of looking into a situation and think, how have I become like this? Yeah, Like, okay, I'll I'll take you back to an earlier situation when I realised that I had anger issues. Mm. Now, anyone who meets me now will think, she's a little bit aggressive, (laughs) but that's because she's a little bit hood, but not because she's angry. Mm. So when I was younger, though, when I had Naya, even before Naya, I think, I definitely was angry about a lot of things in the world. I was angry, angry, angry. And I think what helped me to snap out of that was doing the five whys. Mm. I had to stop and say, Why am I angry? Okay. You try to say, Oh, well, I'm angry about that person. It's and all then, them. Yeah, it's them. Mm. But with the five whys, and I didn't explain this bit, but I'll explain now. With the five whys, everything has to come back to you. So even though somebody else might have been, I don't know, a variable to what's happened, yeah. it has to come back to you because at the end of the day, it's your life. Yeah. So my anger issues when I was around about 18, 19, I would quickly say, Oh, it's my brothers and sisters, or it's my mum, or it's my dad, or it's whatever. And to one day, I had to stop and say, Actually, it's me. So I had to say to myself, why am I angry? Because I'm frustrated. Why are you frustrated? Because I feel like nobody helps me out. Okay. Why do you feel like nobody helps you out? Because, well, I don't really ever ask for help. Mm. Why do you never ask for help? Because mm, I'm a little bit proud. I want to show everybody that I can do this mm. without them. Why are you trying to prove to everybody that you can do this without him? Because I felt very judged when I got pregnant young. Mm why did you feel judged? Because of things that people said. Actually, no, no, take it back to yourself again. Mm -hmm. Why did you feel judged? Well, I already said in my mind that I was going to be judged even without people speaking about my situation. So actually, I was judging myself. My judgment of myself was so strong, Mm -hmm. was so
0: heavy-handed. It sounded like it came from everybody else. It sounded like it was
1: coming from everybody's mouth, even if it did or if it didn't. But Mm -hmm. at that point, I was already judging myself. Yeah. Okay, so why were you judging yourself? because I felt like I did something that I shouldn't have done mm. or why is it something that you felt like you shouldn't have done didn't it just happen mm. like everything else in life. Yeah. yeah. but it wasn't a part of the plan why do you feel like you need to plan everything that's not real <laughs> life because I need to control everything why and again that one actually comes back from the same root yeah. this lack of stability Density. why do you need to control everything or why do you feel like you can control everything? everything because of this lack of stability Bitter at home, at home. So actually, I wasn't angry that nobody was helping me. I wasn't angry that people were judging me about becoming a mum young and people weren't helping with that situation. Actually, I was proud, so I wasn't really asking for help, one. Two... I was proud and feeling all of these other thoughts because at the end of the day, the root is lack of stability. If I was more flexible with my own self and not so judgy with my own Inself, self, yeah. I wouldn't feel any way to turn around and say, oh, I need help. Because plenty of young mums need help. Of plenty course. of mums full, full stop, stop
0: need help. Need help. Of
1: but course. my mind at 18 didn't allow me to compute actually mm. becoming a mum at any age is hard. And needing help, everybody needs help because there's a saying, it takes a village. Yeah, exactly. But at that point I said, no, 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 I'm going to be me, myself and my yeah. village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and that's how it's gonna go
0: and most moms do whether they're in relationships not in relationships yeah. everyone is like well this is my child and it's because of that whole you're carrying them for nine months you're the one who gives birth to them there you're the be all and end all they thrive on you for food they come to you for comfort you're there everything in the beginning that you feel like yeah you're the whole entire village from day one and i'm gonna be their village until yeah you say then, i'm gonna do it to their mm-hmm, three mm-hmm. then three comes and then you're like i'm gonna do it to their five.
1: But then it's like understanding that wh- wh- why are you doing that? Why are you feeling like you have to be somebody's everything when that's actually an impossible job? Mm. You know? And I think that then brings resentment. So yeah. I came to the point where I was angry a lot because I was feeling resentful. Resentment, yeah. But I was feeling resentful because I wasn't really out here asking for help. I was just saying, oh, people aren't helping me. Mm. So it's like, actually, that could be any mum at any stage. Of course. It doesn't even need to be a young mum. Of course. But the, the reality for me is that I felt like I needed to prove something to the world mm. because I was judging my own self, self. first. And my own heavy judgment of me, then, like you said, almost sounded like everybody else's voice. And I didn't know if it was other people looking... Like, people would look at me sideways when I was pregnant, and I would just assume that they're judging me.
0: Yeah. And this is... Yeah. the thing that thing that is so crazy about the whole situation is it all stems from thought mm. and it shows how thought literally mm. makes reality it yep. manifests itself before you've even realised or known it mm. but if we spent a lot more time doing that with the positive things the actual the things that him. you'd be able to do with life would be, limit, would li- be limitless. limitless you'd be it's able true. to get on with so many different things but it's hard to do and it takes a lot of time to and do the case. positive positive. Yeah. and the reason that because of that is like we've, we were just mentioning about this whole 80% 20% balance mm. in your mind in terms of thoughts daily so obviously the negative ones will come and they'll have their place and they'll do what they need to do and then before you know it, you fed it and you've manifested it and that's it it's now become a part of reality for you mm. whether it was or wasn't it's irrelevant, it's irrelevant because it came from thought the fact that the thought was there means that it has potential to grow into something it's if crazy. you feed it you'll do that you know what's crazy about what it's you're so mad
1: i'm literally i'm a teacher guys too so i'm literally teaching Macbeth right now and Macbeth basically says a line about him being scared of his own thoughts. Mm. He wasn't scared of, he said, I'm more afraid of the things that don't exist than the things that exist. Because right now nothing's happened. At that point, he hadn't killed the king. So nothing had happened. And he said, and it's crazy what you're saying because even Shakespeare's time, he was saying the character through Shakespeare, he wrote it. He said, you know, I'm more afraid of what hasn't happened yet. I'm more afraid of what doesn't exist because he was afraid of his own imagination. Mm. He was afraid of his own evil thinking. Yeah. Which then manifested into, into something.
0: And into what actually ended up playing but out. But it
1: also shows that he's actually questioning his own thoughts. Yeah. Which most of us do, do not, not do. do.
0: And not enough. Questioning thoughts is, is the last I'm just vexed. Yeah. Well, question actions. But it's too late at that it's point. It's too late at that point. Because it's already happened. Mm. If you spend more time feeding that inwards. And it's hard to do. It's so hard to do. Like, I struggle to do it on a daily basis. But I know right now, in top of everything else in life, it's probably the... Biggest thing that's keeping me sane, mm. like obviously you have family and you love them to bits, but they don't keep you sane. No,
1: no, no, they don't. Of course they don't the keep
0: opposites. you d- keep you sane. They hold you to account and make mm. you feel responsible. Yeah. But do they really keep you sane? No. But holding on to the, like particular thoughts or mm. or particular you know motivation or a bit of a feeling or just being in certain people's company, mm. like this school that I work at, I tell you now, you you can't get a better company. Mm. You cannot get a better company in that corridor, in that classroom. You cannot get a better company, and they just hold you in the right frame of mind even not even knowing but at that's that time where you're about to be a bit wobbly or a bit shaky mm. and it's just again the thought of them still I'm able to hold on to and it still has the same impact when I'm at home mm. or when I'm on my way to work or when I'm outside of that environment so it's a lot of that kind of training and finding the time to hold on to the things that you do enjoy about life or the or they do bring you a sense of gratification or they bring you a sense of achievement or they bring you a sense of whatever it is those are the kind of things that we need to hold Hold on to a lot more
1: one of the tips that we gave at the Gaia Networking meeting was holding on to thought and after Yasmin spoke about it I said you know what I really need to try this because she's tried it and seen results and I've not really tried it in a practical sense Mm -hmm. like my things have been more over time rather than the the manifesting now so this morning I said to myself I'm going to the gym living my best life I need to lose weight for this wedding (laughs) not letting life get in the way I'm going to get back into me and I I just thought I need to pick up this, this book because I need some inspiration right now And then I read the the section where the lady was basically saying, you need to try and hold on to a thought of something that you want to happen now for at least 15 minutes. Do it in the morning and do it in the evening. 15 minutes thinking about that thing that you want to happen. So I started thinking about a project that I've got going on at work at the moment. And I just started holding the thought of what it would look like if that that project came to life
0: that's it you
1: know i it have started. an idea The mm. idea is rolling but actually what do i want to happen next well yeah i want this particular person to be involved so i started visualizing the person i started visualizing what i wanted to happen and then you know all of a sudden that person pops up on the screen and i'm like okay whoa and then i thought okay wow the person was meant to get back to me they haven't got back to me yet no pressure you know but i'm, I'm trying to manifest it because i need this project to start to start mm-hmm. making some movements. yeah then the person texts me back and i was like yes my manifestation is happening that's right so instead of me sitting there and complaining about how mm-hmm. this isn't happening caught, and caught, that hasn't and happened I and the person ain't text me back too much time or they don't they value the same way my project's not gonna happen mm-hmm. and i'm putting it back on me mm-hmm. and it's not gonna be it's not gonna go it's not gonna work i just said what do i need to happen cool i bang that into my head 15 minutes i was there on my treadmill and that was what was happening in my mind. And then when it popped up in, in, in the screen, I said, you know, something's happening here. Let me hold on to that a little bit longer. Then I thought, okay, cool. I've got two good, you know, responses. And then on my way home today, I said, I need to put that back in my mind because I need more from this because this is just the beginning. I need more of this project. And then I bump into somebody in the car park and they start talking to me about, you know, our conversation was flowing. I s- said my idea, and they started feedback about all these different ways that they can help me. Mm. So all of a sudden, somebody that I see in my place of work all the time and never spoken to... to was all of a sudden talking about how they could help me That's with insane. my project and then here is everything that i was mm. thinking about this morning 15 minutes i was thinking how am i going to get this project out and i just started visualizing what i wanted it to look like somebody speaking to the children somebody doing this somebody and i just started visualizing i didn't have a person particularly in yeah. mind i mean i did for that section but once yeah. that already the person said yes yeah i then still needed to hold on to the thought that i need more from this because yeah. it's not just going to be one day so As I kept thinking about it, things have been coming in my direction.
0: And that's just a 24-hour span. It's not even finished yet.
1: Like, the day's not even done. And I'm still
0: got, you know, to do my 15 minutes before
1: I go to bed. Mm. Now it's just got me thinking, actually, I need Mm. to keep doing this. What else can I do? What else can I do?
0: It's crazy.
1: So that's just one of the ways that you can kind of bring back some balance to the twenty eighty. Because actually, it is so easy to go down the road of, oh my God, it's not working. Oh my God, this isn't good. All my days I'm upset. All my days I'm angry. But actually, stopping yourself... And either thinking through to the root and digging out that root or bringing back the balance. You might have already done the work. You might Mm -hmm. already uprooted that thing yeah. and you're working on making it better well okay how are you going to bring back the balance actually look at what you'd rather if you're yeah. having arguments with your husband for example what would you rather peace love and joy so stop visualising the two of you <laughs> sitting down and doing like something really that you both
0: get him yeah. to or you that's something wait.
1: that you really want to do yeah, with him. Exactly. it might be something intimate it might just be a walk because maybe that's something that you guys don't do, do or enough. sitting down yeah. and just having a conversation but visualise that thing happening and you're bringing that vibration closer to you mm. and the more likely that that, that is faith in itself yeah. you're seeing it you're visualising it maybe you're acting it out whatever it is that you've got to do to bring that thing closer to you and bring the balance out of the 80 yeah because literally it's a losing battle if we just say yeah cool in it it's 80 what am i gonna do yeah (laughs) it's lost like life you might as well end it now because you know so you we we have to find little tactics and then in the guy networking meeting people talked about jars people talked about what's the thing that i hate Yasmin?
0: vision board vision board she doesn't hate them She okay she hasn't found the right one for her
1: I don't like vision boards, okay? I prefer visualization. My my brain, my imagination is better than what I can put on the wall. So, that's me though. Everybody's yeah. different. But you need to find different ways to bring that imagination out of you. Mm. I think vision boards work for for example, if you're not somebody that does a lot of imagining. Yeah. But I'm somebody who lives in my imagination as it all is. All the time. But I have to make myself believe. Yeah. And yeah. that's why holding onto it for 15 minutes, minutes. made me say it's going to happen that's and right. it's going to look like this.
0: And it's so, it's a nice creative process, which I've said so many mm-hmm. times. And it brings a lot of joy in terms of emotions yeah, and it puts you in a better excited, spirit. And that's I started saying thank
1: you for making it happen, universe. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying all the things that you hear. And, and it happened today. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah. I'm going to keep doing this.
0: That is good. I downloaded a, an app. I didn't tell you. Sorry. Okay, it's fine. I downloaded a gratitude app.
1: Oh, nice.
0: So you spend. A minute or two a day, just writing down things that you're grateful for gives you an alarm. You say you have to do it once a day. It doesn't matter big or small. But then when you're having a bad day, like she said with the jar thing, you Mm. can go back to it. But I know you're more technology savvy, so I said, let me try the app. Let me see if the thing is really good. And then I'll let (laughs) you know
1: about it. (laughs) Audio books, guys. I've been getting into audio books in my drive. I've been getting into podcasts, but now I've been moving into the audio books. Whatever area of your life that you're struggling with, I know this is a bit off topic, but whatever area of your life that you're struggling with download audiobooks. You might not want to read about it because the area that you're struggling with, you normally don't want to look at because mm. it's annoying, upsetting, you know, hard to deal with. But yeah. audiobooks, like I started being thinking about my, I don't know, financial life. There's a book I read when I was 19 and it's something that stayed with me for so long. I thought I need to revisit that. I started I in my car. All of a sudden, it's unlocked all of these thoughts and feelings that I had when I was 19, That excitement of trying the world, yeah. the excitement. I thought, you know what? Actually, reading this book was helpful for me then, but more so now. So, guys, let's get into how we can, you know, balance out this eighty twenty, 20 and, you know, start digging up those yeah, roots.
0: Yeah, man. Manifest
1: it. Manifest do it, some make five it
0: happen. Whys. If you do try the five whys, please feel the, the you know, need to, because we really want some feedback. Mm-hmm. If people could start using the Instagram page to just drop a message or a direct message, we'd love to hear from people. Or if you like, didn't really get how the
1: five whys works. So I literally do. did it with somebody on the weekend. If you don't get how it works, we can literally sit down and talk you through it, text Definitely. you through it, like whatever it is to help you understand your route. Because, sometimes you need people to kind of guide you because it's very easy again to blame other people so Mm. yeah we we definitely here to help we want to help people this is why we're teachers yeah but more so (laughs) this is what this is what it's about here on the core beliefs. so if you are interested to hear a little bit more get in contact with us drop us some sort of comment or message Mm. and and yeah man we're here
0: yep
1: we were live
0: we were